0: This episode is going to be a little bit shorter than usual. It's going to be short and sweet. I'm seeing a lot of weak shit happening within our industry. I'm seeing a lot of people complaining, making excuses, whining about how hard it is. And then you literally have another group of agents who says this is the best market they've ever seen in a long time. It just got so much easier because of interest rates and cooling demand. And now they're getting all the listings. They're getting all the clients, all the listings, all their buyers are getting under contract and you are ready to quit. The Massive Agent Podcast. What is up guys? Welcome to episode 230 of the Massive Agent podcast. A short and sweet episode today. Maybe not so sweet cuz I'm going to be jumping up and down on some of your toes. I'm not just stepping, I'm jumping on that shit because I just I just can't I can't believe how much whining and complaining is happening among agents right now. There's some it's such weak shit. We have market conditions that have changed. Okay? Interest rates have caused demand to cool off now if you read some of these idiots on tiktok in the comments and instagram in the comments they somehow cannot grasp the fact that there's a difference between demand cooling and the market fucking crashing they believe that because interest rates have gone up and there's a little bit less demand that prices are somehow going down as a result Uh, very different things um what it means is if you're getting 30 offers on your listings, now you may only get six. Does that does that sound like a market where prices are going down? No. What's happening is it's getting easier. It, buyers agents have been bitching and moaning and complaining for a long time about how hard it is to get their their buyers under contract because there's just so much competition. Well, now that competition is reduced. The competition has gone down because of interest rates. Now, yes, it's harder for buyers, but that's why the demand has gone down. That's why the competition has gone down. It's pricing some buyers out of the price range or out of the market completely. Or some of them are just saying, fuck this. I don't even want to play this right now. I'm just going to wait and see what happens with inflation and interest rates and, and all of that. We all know that waiting is the dumbest thing you can do. <laughs> if If rates and prices continue to go up, the worst thing you could do is buy later. But we don't know. We don't know. We don't know if we don't know what's going to happen. It's craziness. But the uncertainty has caused a lot of agents, some of you guys, your your brains have broken. Your your thinking ability has completely broken and you've chosen the path of least resistance, which is to bitch and make excuses and to complain about how hard things are. While literally there's a whole other group of people we'll call them the agents who sell houses who are saying, "Oh my gosh, this just got so much easier. I'm now getting my buyers under contract much faster, sometimes on the first offer." And rather than 37 offers to get buyers under contract, sometimes you you go out with some buyers, the very first offer gets accepted if it's strong enough. That's happening right now because demand has cooled. You have less competition. There's also a lot of sellers that are bringing their houses to the market because they are worried, is this the top of the market? Is a recession going to happen? I believe we're already in one and a lot of experts do too. Don't just take that for me. Uh, We're in this recession. And what does that mean? What does that mean for sellers? Should they sell now? Should they sell later? A lot of them are choosing to sell now. So more inventory is coming on the market as well, which brings demand down, cools the, the competition. Well, if you have been struggling to pick up listings because it's been so competitive and now there's more listings and those sellers that have been in your pipeline forever are now ready to sell, you're gonna be picking up a lot of business. It's just amazing how many agents don't see it that way. Such weak, weak, weak shit. Weak mindsets happening right now. And it's hard to wrap my head around. Um, I felt like I needed to do this episode today as an educational rant, so to speak, from the old days, you, you OG Massive Agent podcast listeners, you remember the educational rants. Well, this is another one. I'm dusting that shit off. We're doing another one. And I just realized I didn't even introduce myself or anything. I just went right into it, which, I mean, I guess that meets the definition of a rant. You just get right into it. You don't prepare for a rant. You just do it, which I did. If you guys are new to the show, welcome. My name is Dustin Brome, your host. I am an agent in Salt Lake City, Utah. I am a frustrated and somewhat irritated agent in Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, welcome to the show. We're gonna help you be more profitable as an agent, and that is the goal. So to be more profitable, you should probably develop the mindset of somebody that can survive little adjustments to market conditions. We did not see a market crash. We saw interest rates go up. Now they went up quickly and dramatically as did inflation, but we are seeing a cooling off of demand. We're not seeing a reversal from a seller's market to a buyer's market. We're not seeing, this is not early COVID when the world shut down because we didn't know what the hell was happening. And we thought, uh, is, are any of us ever going to sell a home ever again? We didn't know in early 2020, we had no idea. This is not that. This is a slight cooling off of demand across the board, some markets more or less. Does that really sound catastrophic? <laughs> Look, not everyone is made to be a real estate agent. Let's be real. Not everyone's made to be a real estate agent. It takes a certain, uh, a certain type of person. You need, you need to have some grit. You need to have a stomach. You need to be able to withstand stressful shit. You need to be able to handle ups and downs and changes and unexpected shit. I mean, that I can't think of any word, any single word to describe being a realtor uh, that describes it better than unexpected. There's just so much unexpected shit. The, it's, really, it's really to the point, not even to the point, this is how it's always been, but the unexpected should be expected. There's nothing unexpected about all the unexpected shit that comes up in the daily course of being a real estate agent. So is it really strange to think that the market wouldn't continue to go up forever at the at the level it was going at? That every listing would sell in 24 hours with 30 offers? Did you really think that would happen forever? Some of you are acting like you did. And now that it's not, and now that you're only getting three offers Instead of 15, you're freaking out. Now, those who are actually selling homes are not freaking out. You guys are cleaning up. You guys are taking all the listings that are coming to the market. You're getting all your buyers under contract. You're cleaning out your pipeline uh, of those that have just, that haven't been able to get under contract. You're getting them under contract pretty quick. How amazing is that? I don't hear people that are actually selling homes bitching right now maybe it's frustrating that some of your buyers might get priced out. And I understand the interest rates. I promise you, I, as much as anyone else on the planet understands how interest rates have fucked buyers over the last few months. Yeah. The interest rate that I have on the the mortgage that my wife and I just bought a house with makes blood shoot out of my eyes to think about it. Let's just say it's above a seven. It's more than seven and less than a nine. Okay. Is what the the first number of the interest rate starts with. Now we had a different kind of loan. We had a bank statement loan, so we knew that there was gonna be a higher rate that was baked in, part of the deal, expected. We knew that. But when we started the process, we were in the sixes and ended in the eights. So, you know, fuck us, whatever. We got the house, all good, we'll refinance later. Cool. I understand that interest rates are messing with your buyers, but that's also to kind of be expected. Something's going to met. Something is going to be a roadblock, whether it's the interest rates for your buyers, or not enough inventory, or you know, back when COVID happened and you know you couldn't show houses in a lot of markets, they would not allow you to go and show a house. Uh, it, a lot of people had to get very clever. They still sold homes, but m- there's a lot of people that left the industry because they're like, oh, can't show homes, we're done. Like I said, not everyone is meant to be a real estate agent. Not everyone is cut out for it. Not everyone has the stomach or the balls for it. Not everyone has the testicular fortitude to be a realtor. It's tough emotionally. It's tough emotionally. Now, yes, there's a lot to learn and a lot, a lot of, especially in the beginning, like mental cerebral shit that that's difficult. But once you understand how the business works, it's emotionally difficult. It's stressful. It's stressful. Which is emotional. So I want to ask you this. I want to ask you to ask yourself this while looking in the damn mirror. If you're driving your car, look in the rear view for a second. Look at your eyes. If you're not driving, if you're at the office, go into the go into the pisser. Go look in the mirror. Ask yourself, are you participating in some weak ass mindset? Are you making excuses? Are you bitching? Are you are you putting Roadblocks in your own way. Are you making it more difficult for you to do business than anyone else? Here's the thing, guys. No matter how you answer that question, if you have been, you know, putting a stick through your own tire, if you have been, uh, or your spokes—that's what I'm thinking—putting a stick through your spokes, and you know, you fly off the bike. Nice analogy. You get the point. Maybe you're doing that to yourself. A lot of us do that in in many different ways. But if you're making a bunch of excuses and whining and and considering leaving the industry because it's just so hard right now, how are you ever going to get clients? Maybe you should leave because it shows that you may not have the stomach for it. Now, when you look in the mirror and you have an answer for that question that you don't like, and then you react by not liking that you don't like it, there may be hope for you. If you're like, oh my God, I I didn't even realize I'd gotten into this negative shit and I got into this this uh, mental hole and I, I'm creating all this extra strife and stress for myself that I don't I don't need. It's not serving me and it's not even real. It's all made up. It's made up stories that you tell yourself about how hard it is, how difficult it is. While there's other agents thinking it's just gotten so easy. I see it all the time on social. This market's so great. This is awesome. I'm loving this. We're we're selling more homes. We're getting so many homes under contract. And other agents that are thinking about leaving. If you reacted, if you didn't like your answer and then realized that you don't like that you don't like your answer, there may be hope for you because you control what happens next. You're in full control here. Now, look. Homes sell in every type of market. Even when COVID shut shit down, homes were still selling. People got clever. Some ingenuity came out. Listing agents would have their clients record the property, you know, take video, send it to them. And people were still buying homes, making offers on homes, even though they haven't been able to see it physically, legally. They haven't legally been able to go see a house, but homes are still selling. Can be done. And was done. So even in the most extreme situation like that, or a market crash, or when things were, you know, melting upwards, a melt up, and a meltdown, homes are still selling. So if you've decided that you can't play ball, that it's too hard, or you don't know what it takes, uh, you don't know how to handle it. Cool. Like you created your own story. All the. Re- All the results you have in your life, just look around, look at all the results you have or don't have everything in your life you've created. You've created everything in your life up to this point. Now, when you accept that, some of you guys are going to get pissed off and you're going to get depressed and you're going to think, fuck, what a loser I am. And others are going to think, huh, you're right. I did do all this shit. I did get me into this tough spot. I did through negative thinking and pessimism and listening to the wrong people and surrounding yourself with the wrong people and not having a a mentor with a great mindset and not being around others who are winning, got yourself into a pile of shit. But you realize if you got yourself in, you can walk your ass out. See, no matter... Where you're at right now, if, if I've been jumping on your toes because you're one of the agents bitching and complaining about how hard it is, if you if you notice that you control what happens next, you control how you react to this, uh, to this, uh, you know, what, what how do I go? Trying to think of the freaking words for this, this uh, revelation, this new revelation. This uh, all of a sudden you're awakened and you're like, oh my God, I have been, I've been weak. I've been, I've I've had a weak ass mindset, but then you decide I'm just not going to do that anymore. I'm now going to have a positive mindset. I'm going to be proactive. I'm going to attack the industry. I'm going to attack business. I'm going to do the things I know that I should have been doing all along, but this time expecting to win and you accept that you control your ability to get out, congratulations, because you have, you have taken what you thought, what you interpreted as a negative, realized you had done so, and realized you chose to take yourself in the wrong direction, now you're gonna choose to take yourself in the right direction. When you finally admit to yourself and see for yourself that you control the results you have, The results you get, you control it through all your actions and your thinking, your subconscious mind, all of that. How empowering is that? Congratulations, because you just, you now realize that you create your life. You create your life. You create your career. You create any business you have or don't have. You create happiness. You create sadness. You create bullshit. You create awesomeness. The common Denominator there is you. You control that shit. So if you've made it this far in the podcast, like if if you've already left, I'm there's probably agents that are listening and they're like, fuck this guy. He offends me, you know, because I am turning a mirror on them and they don't like it. They're going to leave the industry. They're they're not going to be able to make it. They're just not. Because if shit gets worse, if inflation keeps getting going higher and interest rates going higher and demand keeps cooling and pretty soon it does turn into a buyer's market eventually. You think they're gonna be able to handle that shit? They're done. They probably should leave now and go go make soap and sell it on Etsy. I know I use that analogy a lot, but that, there's people that make six and seven figures a year making soap and selling it on Etsy. Hmm. Weird. It's almost like it's almost like you could be successful doing damn near anything interesting. You think that's true? You think you can be successful doing anything? Because all you have to do is look at what you want to do. And if you see anyone being successful doing that thing, doesn't that then mean it's possible for you to be successful too? Hmm. But you have to decide that that's possible and then do the things you know you need to do. You create your life. That is ultimately the message that I wanted to get across today. Because I just, it's sad to watch some people, even people that I know that I've been connected with for a while, uh, on social, that friends of mine, uh, unfortunately, you know, some members of the team, they've just gotten into this this hole mentally, and it's all of their own creation. It's not the it's not the market that that did it because there's people who are doubling their sales over last year. So if if you have this person or team or or brokerage doubling their sales over last year's sales, but then you're thinking, oh, this this is just, this is bad. And you're you're doing half the sales as last year. Who's right? (laughs) Well, you're both right. You're both doing exactly what you've chosen subconsciously to do. So audit your thoughts because thoughts are real things. Thoughts are real things because they lead to action. Thoughts lead to feelings, feelings lead to action, and action leads to results. So audit those freaking thoughts, you guys. I hope that this empowers you because if you think about it, I can't think of anything more empowering than having full control over your ability to create your life. I don't control your life. It's It's not me. If you've been successful or unsuccessful, that's not on me. That's on you. I can't take credit for helping or hurting. That's you. Even if you're we're like, well, you, yeah, but in episode 162, you said this one thing that was wrong or I did it and it didn't work. Okay. Was it wrong or you did it wrong or you weren't the right person for that to work for or whatever. There's a million different variables. If you are somebody that blames other people, you're already fucked in life. You're probably not super successful. You're probably one of these agents that's struggling like crazy right now, and you always have because you blame others. You're victim. Those with victim mentalities don't succeed in life. They're miserable. They're unhappy. Why? Because they don't feel like they have control. If you are a victim, then you feel like the world happens to you rather than you happening to the world. If you are one of these agents, if you're one of these people with a victim mentality and you own it, admit it, take ownership of it, and then decide, I don't want to be that way anymore. I'm done being like that. I'm not a victim. I'm in control. Take responsibility for all of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, it's all your fault, which is the most empowering, most exciting thing ever. Ever. Because that means you can just start doing the right things and get yourself out of it no matter what anyone else or any market conditions dictate. No matter what what happens with the market, no matter what I tell you to do, no matter what your broker tells you to do, your business partner, your spouse, your kids, your fucking neighbor, whatever. None of them control your actions or decisions, but you. So pull up your big boy pants and get your ass to work and decide that you're going to be successful despite market conditions. No matter what the market conditions are, you're going to succeed in spite of them. Maybe because of them, certain market conditions can help you to succeed if you have the right strategy. Cool. But if you blame it on the market conditions, again, you're giving up your control. Not, not very good. Guys, I want nothing but the best for you. I see people winning and growing every single day. I, I love having a team of you know over 200 agents across the country because I get to, to see so many people doing so many different things in so many different ways. And uh, some of them are struggling, some of them are thriving, all with the same market conditions. Hmm. So maybe then it's not the market conditions, it's the individual and the choices they make and the actions they take or don't take the lack of a decision is still a decision. The lack of action is still action. Maybe just not in the right direction. So guys, pull up your freaking big boy pants, pull them up, pull them up, Urkel, pull them up like Urkel all the way, all the way up to your freaking nipples, pull that shit up to your nipples, take responsibility and get to work three months from now, you're going to be in a completely different place. I hope to God that it's in the right place, that it's where you want to be, or at least you're heading in the right direction and you're growing. Make sure you let me know what happens to you over the next three to six months, despite market conditions. I don't care what's happening. I want to know what's happening with you and what you're causing to happen. Have a great week.